0: Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to Tried and Tested, which is my relationship blog where I talk about different experiences while we're dating, um, when we're getting to know people, when we have breakups, and any type of relationship situation. So, today, guys, I have my dear sister in Christ, Elena. Say hey, Elena. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having
1: me. Hi, everyone. <laughs>
0: hey. So, Elena, tell them a little bit about yourself before we get into the
1: topic. Okay, yeah, so, well, my name is Elena. Um, I am a Latina, and I live in the Bronx. I'm originally from New York. I'm a current student. I'm studying ethnic studies, and I want to go into public um, development afterwards. I am a writer and blogger slash poet and spoken word artist, so you guys can definitely follow me on my blog Instagram, which is movedbygrace.org. Instagram is Moved by underscore grace, and that's a bit about myself. I am a Christian. Um, I'm in love with Christ. I wasn't always saved. I had a huge encounter with the Lord about two years ago,
0: and by God's grace, I've been faithful
1: since. So
0: amen, amen. Okay, so, well, that leads us right into today's topic, which is about Christianity and marriage from a woman's point yes. of view. Yes. Uh, So, we'll jump right in. So, what is your definition of a Christian, Elena? Okay, that is a great question.
1: Um, Often, like, anything that I've learned so far that anyone can call themselves a Christian, but it's how you live your life. Like, being a Christian is literally having the lifestyle of Christ, Um, and that just means solemnly finding your pleasure in Christ and not in the world, like, understanding that satisfaction, happiness, joy, healing, even your identity is not in the things of the world, but um, in the things of God. And what I mean by that is that society has placed a stigma where everything in the world is what defines us. Even like, you know how people say, do whatever your soul wants. No, no, no. You have to do whatever God wants because our soul is very deceiving. So being a Christian is understanding that you have given yourself to God. You have put your full trust in God. And I think that that's what surrendering to Christ means It's just putting your full trust. You trust him with your heart, with your life, with your soul, with your mind, your money. Even, even your behaviors and habits, you're trusting that the Lord will could like mold your, your and your mindset. Um and that's what I think being a true Christian is.
0: Okay. That is a really, really good example. If somebody asked me I wouldn't have been able to say all of that. So <laughs> thank you for that breakdown. Okay, so what do you believe marriage is? Like what do you what what is your definition of marriage and then what do you believe marriage is?
1: Okay. So I know that the definition of marriage will be the ideal uh, you know, a man and a woman being married, being faithful, being committed. Um, but to me, I just believe my mindset has changed, girl, because I thought marriage was just a thing where you are with your best friend for life and you have yes. kids with them, you know, and, you know, there's yes. no issues or, like, it's just it's just an Instagram goal. Like, that's all it was to me at first. But now you know, being in Christ, marriage is ministry, marriage is purpose, you know, you can't just marry anyone, you can't, um, even now, like, when I think about my husband-to-be, I'm thinking about, like, is this man um, able to lead my house, can, do I trust him with my kids, like, you know, yes, so it's like marriage (laughs) to me is just, I believe that it's purpose-driven, it's, you know, you have your purpose, but it complements the purpose of a man. Um, you know, the same vision that he has, your purpose complements his. And I think that that's what, what pushes the marriage. It's not just about it being cute, being nice for Instagram, or just a wedding day. I feel like a lot of women especially think that marriage is related to just the, ma- the wedding day. And the wedding day yeah. is separate from marriage. Like, this is kingdom this takes time. It's a process. It's definitely very naked because um, you're you're with a being, a person. This is past the dating phase where you're just getting to know a person, but now this person gets to see your flaws, um, has to tap into a level of patience because at the same time, you're growing, you're evolving, and so is your spouse. So, Maybe what you thought, what we call the honeymoon phase, might have been cute, but now you're entering a season where it's just, like, it's totally naked. How do you deal with that when you get to see the sides of your spouse that is not so cute, but God has said that this is it, like, you know? So how do you stay yes. in, a, in a position where you're uncomfortable? So, um yeah, it's, it's just centered on purpose. That's what I believe.
0: You no, know, I definitely agree with you, and um, you took some of the words out of my mouth because I'm like, you know, I know that some people feel that marriage is being on I Do Ghana, you know, making it to an right, Instagram post right. <laughs> or by matching cars, you know, or taking, you know, pictures with matching outfits, but then it's like they, that's not going to last forever, basically. So I definitely it's agree not. with you that marriage is much deeper. So um, I have a question. Would you marry someone who was not the same religion as you?
1: Ah! Um, no, 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 no. um, And I think that the main reason for that is because I lived a life. You know, I said earlier that I wasn't always a Christian. I had an encounter with God two years ago. So it was like, to me, in my mind, I know, I know what it's like to live a life without Christ. So mm-hmm. for me to now be in Christ and taste and see that the Lord really is good, it's just like, it's like, oh, my God, anyone who doesn't know Jesus, I think is bugging. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I, I want Jesus for everyone. I want Jesus for everyone. But, um, you know, I feel like believing in Christ, your morals and, like, your whole entire, I guess, ethics comes from Christ, you know? So it's just like yeah. when you live a life that is outside of that, you know, you will clash with someone because someone who doesn't believe in Christ will – We'll celebrate Halloween, and as for me, that is a dub. Like I am not celebrating Halloween, and yes. you know, then stuff like that is conflicting because then you're like, okay, how do we raise our children? Um, and aside from that, like Jesus is the truth, the way, like He's the gate. Like so, if you're not with
0: Jesus, then what are you doing? You know. <laughs> I mean I agree. Okay, so what about if you're you know, the person who wanted to marry you was a Christian, but maybe you guys were on different levels cuz we do know that Christianity there's so many different levels you can be on. Do you feel like okay, if the person you were going to marry was way 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 above you with his walk with Christ or way way below you, would that also mm. kind of deter you or kind of, you know what I mean? Cuz you can be a Christian and you can believe in God, but it's kind of just like but where is your mind? Yeah. Where is your you know what i mean yes
1: yeah. so i would mean that be a but, yes that is a tough question because to be honest with you like um i think that in the only instance because i know that there are some christians who identify themselves as christians but they're living some way somehow um yeah. i'm not living some way somehow at least i'm not trying to live any way anyhow you know so i feel like if i feel like if maybe you just got saved and maybe the Lord, I have prayed about you, and the Lord is like, okay, daughter, you need to be patient. Like, this is the man I have ordained for you. Um, There has been a lot of cases where, you know, I know this one woman of God and this man of God, he's a poet. I don't know if you know him. His name is Ezekiel. Um, He's a spoken word artist. And his wife had testified that you know, she was on fire for God, and he yet was like living how we would say at, at church. You know, he was living a dacoysco lifestyle, meaning you know <laughs> he was living a, a lifestyle that was anyway anyhow. But he identified himself as a Christian. He identified Ooh, himself as a Christian, and yeah, I'm so sorry. He no um, problem. he he identified himself as a Christian, and the crazy thing is that the Lord had told her, You have to be patient. This is the man I have called for you And she's like, Lord, but um you know, he's living some way. <laughs> so she was like he was like, you need to wait for him. And long and behold, he now became the pastor of the household. Once once his heart and you know, was ablaze for God. But as for me, I yeah. feel like in some cases I might have to be like maybe I will have to be patient, you know, maybe that will be my story, maybe not. But I feel like as long as you are wholeheartedly seeking the heart of God and you want to be a better man in Christ and you truly want the Lord for yourself, then the Lord can easily switch that up and and bring order. You know, once he sees that this man wants me and doesn't want the things of the world, I feel like then the Lord will cause there to be an acceleration where now my husband will be the pastor of the household. Um, But in other instances, I feel like, you either in Christ or you're not. Like, I, you know, I'm seeking salvation. I'm pushing for salvation. And me, myself, I want to evangelize to the world that Jesus is Lord. Like, you know, so for me to not be with someone that is not in Christ is very conflicting. It's just I feel like it's hypocritical, if that makes sense.
0: No, oh, it definitely does make sense, which leads me to my next question. Um, how important do you feel it is to be equally yoked with the person that you're in a relationship with and that you're going to marry?
1: Um, well, for starters, I feel like being equally yoked is someone that is, like, you guys mesh. You guys go together. You guys, um, you know, like, you being the rib of your of your spouse, I feel like mm-hmm. um, to be equally yoked, you have to fit in that, like, rib cage. Like, if you're the missing rib, I feel like you fit perfectly as to where that rib belongs, you know, the Bible says that we are the rib to, you know, that Eve was the rib to Adam, you know, um, you are the rib, Yeah. Of the rib, like bone to my bone, my flesh to my flesh. So it's just like, um, I feel like being equally yoked is just, I wouldn't say that we complete one another, but we, we are each other's missing like peace. And I think that being equally yoked is, is important because if, if I say, okay, I want to do ministry, my spouse is like, oh no, like I, I just want to travel the world, and maybe that is a form of ministry, but I know that that's not my ministry. So it's just like, okay. I feel that, you know, your purpose has to complement one another. Like it has to mesh well. If if the if the if the man of God that you're with says, okay, um, I feel like I by five years from now. I'm gonna open, I feel like the Lord is gonna use me to open up a branch for KFT. If I feel that my purpose is, it complements that, then that's something that that will ignite something. You know, it it will it will make me feel comfortable. It would allow me to understand. Okay, maybe this is where I'm supposed to be because it goes. But yeah. it's conflicting and clashing, it's like forcing a shoe to fit. It's not going to fit. So I feel like being <laughs> equally yours is is um. I believe that that the Lord will identify that in the, in the courting phase, you know, like, okay, yeah, Lord, you know, identify this man to me, show me his purpose. I feel like the Lord will definitely identify that at the beginning stages. So there isn't confusion and you aren't wasting your time. So we thank God for that.
0: Okay. No, I definitely agree with you. All right. So would it be a problem if your partner makes less money than you?
1: Ooh. ooh. Um, (laughs) I don't. I want to say that I don't think so. Only because oh. I feel like money doesn't define a man. And I think that a lot of women feel some kind of way when they make more money than the men than the men do, because it's as yeah. if this man is not adequate or is not a man. And that's not it. You know, we can't we can't um, identify people according to their salary. Another thing is that. Oh. In some cases, like you, that could be your way of learning how to submit to a man. I feel personally like the way I used to be in the world so priceful, and like let's say the Lord is like, okay, Elena, you're making 180k a month, and my husband is only making like what five thousand a month. That is Whoa. crazy, but it's <laughs> just like. <laughs> It's crazy, but um, (laughs) honestly speaking, that that would be what the Lord would use to help me submit under a man, especially if I've never seen submission a day in my life. Like, to be real with you, the only submission I've ever witnessed firsthand will be Pastor Dominic and First Lady Leslie. The way First Lady Leslie submits under Pastor Dominic, I feel like that has been my... That has been what I look up to. You know what I'm saying? Like, that has been what yeah. has taught me. And I feel like if I was the woman again, like the woman to make more money than her husband, that would be something that the Lord would use to help me submit to my husband.
0: Because, again, money does not define a man. But, um, okay. and then, I have and a question man, though. Like, you, yes, you keep mentioning this word submit. Like, do you mean like the husband is going to control the wife? Or, like, what does that mean? So like
1: submission, no, 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 no. So like, I know of this whole like feminist (laughs) movement, you know, even me at first, it was hard for me to understand what submitting is, but Mm -hmm. it's so funny because I'm in this season where I'm truly understanding what it means to submit and serve, right? So Mm -hmm. I feel like submission, what it means is to come under a covering, to come under, to like um, give respect to. So like, in my mind, if I'm submitting under the leadership of Pastor Dominic and First Lady Leslie and under the submission of the Holy Spirit, that just truly means, like, in a a respective honorable um, obedience, if that makes sense. So it's like what submission would look like, um, if I'm having a problem with my husband, I'm not going to be like, oh, yo, you're a bum, like what you're used to. Society has a norm where, like, if you argue, you love each other, and that's not the case. But it's okay. more so like allowing my husband to be a man and ushering him, if I must, with wisdom in my words, but not overpowering him, not demeaning him, not downsizing him. As society has this huge role where, like, I am woman, you better listen to me. Bow down because I run the world. No, that's not the case, boo. Like, there is order <laughs> and... Um, you know, and and I think order is good because I don't have to play the man I don't have to play the man role. You know, there's a lot of women out here that are playing the man role and they don't have to. So it's just because yes, there aren't yes. men being men. So, you know, if I have a man who is, by God's grace, being a man, I mm-hmm. need to unlearn certain behaviors where it's just like, okay, Elena, you don't have to be a man anymore. It's okay being a woman. So just submit under your husband, let him cover you, you know, and that is what it is. And to be honest with you, women want security anyway. No matter how much society fronts this whole feminist Me Too movement, like, women want security. And I feel like okay. uh, the reason why a lot of women have overpowered men is because they don't have a lot of men being men. And the only way a man can be a man is if they know who they are in Christ. Period. Poo. Like, that's just that's just that
0: on that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um... What if your yes. husband? Well, oh, I'm sorry. What if your husband doesn't go to your church? Is that okay? Ooh. Like if you guys go to different places of worship, is that a problem or? I think not? that that is a problem. Um,
1: only because that's like it brings forth disorder and confusion. You know, you want to be where your spouse is. Now, it's up to it depends on the situation. You might have to pray, like Lord. What which is our home? Where do you want us? Do you want me at his home, or do you, or do you want us both at my home? But I feel like maybe in the courting season it would be okay to be at different churches. But okay. by the time you're engaged, I feel like the Lord now shall have revealed to you, and you have the duty to be obedient as to where the Lord wants you to go, whether that be the house that your husband is in, husband to be is in, or the house that you're in. So I feel that. If you're married and you're in separate worship, um, se- um, separate um, sanctuaries to worship, that is a problem. It brings disorder. It brings confusion, and I don't know. I just feel like the enemy can some way somehow have his way. We it,
0: yeah, try Okay, that makes sense. All right. So my last question for you today is: Do you believe in no sex before marriage?
1: No sex before marriage. Oh yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No sex before marriage. I feel that um, we have to be very, first of all, is once you seek the face of God, because remember, I was in the world, so I, you know, I did do my dues when I was in the world, but once I got to really desire God, mind you, this was yeah. just a month into knowing God. I feel that that desire to really know God allowed my heart to be so receptive By God's grace, like, my heart was so receptive that I remember, and this is just a transparent moment, like, I remember three weeks later after solemnly just, like, seeking the face of God. Like, I'm talking about a month in, I had already fasted for my first time. Um, Wow. A month in, you know, I I was receiving revelations that I've never had before. I remember the first day I received a a revelation, I was just like, whoa, what is this? Like, it was like a wire went off in my mind. And, you know, unfortunately, I did fall into sin. You know, I I did backslide. I I ended up having sex with this ex-partner.
0: Oh, boy. (laughs) I remember
1: my heart. No, yeah, and I remember my heart broke. I remember my heart shattered. And for the first time, I had never felt that way because I had been so sexually active in the past that now in Christ is as if I broke the heart of God. Like, it's it's more about understanding the purity of God. And I know that that sounds so foreign to people, but God is really (laughs) clean and he's pure. Like, my body is now his body. Like, you know, the Holy Spirit dwells in me. I can't. I can't do anything to grieve the Holy Spirit or to cause myself to feel dirty. And I physically actually felt dirty afterwards. Like, to be honest with yeah. you, quite frank, in the process, I felt nasty. I didn't want to do it, but it was as if, like, temptation. I had just given into temptation. But once I had fallen yeah. into temptation, it didn't feel good. So I remember I repented, I repented, and by God's grace, I have been celibate since. Um mm-hmm. but Sex before marriage is not a thing that anyone should do. Not only because there is uh, a spiritual aspect to it, meaning there there are demons that come into that, spirits that come into that, destinies that are are now at a risk because of that. Um, and you know, trade an off, impart- like always- Yes. yes, <laughs> there's a there's an evil impartation, a uh, trading of destinies. I don't got time for that. You know, but it's just—it's also the purity of God that I think that is very important. And God says not to do something is for a reason. It's not because He hates sex, but um, is there's a reason to it. It's, it's a territory that we enter that is no longer God's territory.
0: Oh no, I definitely agree with you. I definitely agree. Um, obviously, I don't believe in sex before marriage anymore. But I was in the same position as you where back in the day day. Um, you know, I was just <laughs> like, you know. So like I definitely um I definitely do agree with you on that. Well, Sister Elena, I just wanna thank you like so much for taking the time out to um speak on being a Christian and your views on marriage on my podcast. And I just before we go, do you have any last words that you wanna say on this topic?
1: Oh yes. Um first of all I just want to say thank you so much for having me. This has been such an amazing time with you you're asking amazing questions um i think that the last thing i just want to throw out there to any of the single ladies single brothers um you know just be patient and you know i'm learning to really enjoy my single season and that's trusting in god even in my singleness you know being the best version of myself for god so that I can also be the best version for myself to be. You know, it's just be patient. I know sometimes it may seem difficult. Some days are easier than others, you know, especially when the cuffing season comes around. But, you know, <laughs> a season is just a season. But when you think about lifetime, you understand that you you want God to be in control of that because you don't want to spend the, the rest of your life miserable or in a place that you're not supposed to be you know you truly want the perfect will of god for you and that would just be my last advice to
0: everybody (laughs) amen amen well thank you so much so once again let them know where they can reach you if they want to reach out to you what is your personal instagram handle and what is your um move by grace instagram handle Yes, yes, follow
1: me, follow me, follow me, I promise you. I, I think I'm a really cool person. Um, yes. My Instagram is Elena. B. that is A-L-A-Y-N-N-A dot B. And my Moved by Grace Instagram, which is really dope, we have awesome projects coming out you want to follow now, um, is moved, M-O-V-E-D, by, B-Y, underscore, Grace, G-R-A, sorry, G-R-A-S, I mean, CE, sorry.
0: (laughs) No problem. All right, honey, well, thank you so much for coming on and to my listeners. Thank you so much, and until next time, adios. Bye.